everyone. Welcome to the Project Y podcast, where I, Ariel Zappia, bring on different experts in the homelessness field, and we discuss a variety of topics surrounding homelessness. Today's episode topic is women in homelessness, and our special guest is Heidi Herrera. Heidi, would you like to introduce yourself, tell us about where you work and what your job title is? Sure. Um, I My name is Heidi Herrera, and I am the director of programs at Weiss Place. Um, and um, excited to be here. Thank you so, so much. Um, how does Wise Place help unaccompanied women in Orange County? Well, what we do here at Wise Place is we are a shelter that um, serves unaccompanied women experiencing homelessness who often um, lack the support of, mm-hmm. of a spouse or of a significant other or having children. Um, it is a population that is severely underserved and overlooked nationally and locally. So um, we open up our doors and um, let these um, unaccompanied women stay here and receive supportive services as we um, get them into permanent housing. Wow, that really sounds amazing. And I know I've even um, interviewed some of the ladies from Wise Place, and they all really, really enjoy your services and seem to have really benefited from your programs. Yeah, they definitely have. And my next question is, what is the importance of helping women and specifically unaccompanied women in their experiences with homelessness? Because I know that Wise Place specifically targets women overall, but then again, even more specifically, unaccompanied women. That is correct. <clears throat> so it just, I, it's, it's important because it helps reduce uh, the risk of displacement. Um, most of our women have been victims of, of domestic violence and live under poverty. So uh, this will allow them to, and allow us to have, um, have them have sense of security, stability, and again, provide those key um, supportive services, um, either from like counseling or if they need, um, you know, to work on their financials or if they need to find a job. So they're here with us and, and we are able to support them, um, like a family because again, they don't have anybody around that will be able to, to support them in those ways. Mm -hmm. And, And what are some of those programs that are specifically targeted to help them? Um, so there is, um, in, in our case, what we do is we kind of do a holistic approach to it where we, we connect them to, I mean, everything, right? Anything that they might need that will empower them to take that next, that next step to housing. Um, it is something that we, um, you know, like I said, like from counseling to maybe trying to get them into an affordable unit, trying to increase, maybe they have a job now and we try to just increase um, um, their their job or get a raise. So we partner them up with career coaches. Um, if they have an opportunity to, you know, live on their own and, and pay for their you know, their rent, then we would um, work with the landlord to see if, you know, what barriers do we, does, does the participant have that we can work on so that they can apply for a unit and, um, and get approved for a unit and, you know, be, become self-sufficient. 
Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And moving on to sort of more about the overall experience of homelessness for women, what would you say differentiates the experiences of homelessness for accompanied women versus unaccompanied? Well, accompanied women have who are experiencing homelessness uh, typically have more of a support system. So that can be a husband, a partner, a family member, while unaccompanied women often have to just fend for themselves and just get it, get it done by themselves with no support. Um, And, you know, they are, they're more vulnerable out in the streets when it comes to homelessness and living out in the streets. Um, so they 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 have to figure things out on their own, and, and sometimes when they are not thinking correctly or they're in the crisis mode, um, you know, there's nobody around for support that can tell them mm-hmm. like, like we're gonna think this way because this is this is a better plan. Um, when when you have somebody that that has a partner, then it's a little bit easier because it just um, you have someone there that will empower you to just do more or do better. Yeah, definitely. And I know too that the idea of having that social support system is so, so important when, you know, living normally, but then of course when experiencing homelessness, because a lot of people regularly, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. And it's really more about that support system that kind of differentiates whether they're going to be living under a roof um, or if they're going to need to, you know, live on the streets with without that support system. So I think that it's really amazing that Wise Place specifically targets those women that do not necessarily have that support system or even if they do, that may not be supporting them right at that moment. Yeah, that is correct. And, and it is, it's super, it's really important. I think, you know, in Orange County, we are the only nonprofit that specifically targets unaccompanied women. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes they are the forgotten. So. Yeah. And, and then with that, what would you say are the largest issues faced by homeless women as a whole? Maybe you could go into, you know, overall, and then also the differences between the accompanied and unaccompanied women. Um, so the, I, th- I think that the large, largest issues faced, uh, by homeless women is, is definitely safety, um, mm-hmm. and health and employment and, you know, and access to housing. Um, s- safety is, is a major issue. Like I mentioned before, um, you know, they're, are more vulnerable to be attacked, um, if they're living on the streets and, and to, um, you know, to, to protect themselves is, is a little bit harder because they are on their own. Um, or even just being a woman, you know, it's like you, you're always having to defend for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think health is another major issue, um, you know, from chronic illness to difficulty accessing care to maybe like untreated mental health issues. Definitely. Um, um, is, is something where, um, you know, it, it, it's, it seems like they lack like education and resources and, um, and maybe just, you know, uh, securing a stable employment. You know, it, it's all those things in one. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
accessing housing is one of the major, major issues. As I know all of them are majors, but I think without housing um, or the barriers that we have uh, working towards housing, um, it, it they lack the the financial resources to secure housing um, yeah. on their own. Uh, I mean, you said it a, a couple of minutes ago. It, it's like we all there's there's the big part of people live paycheck to paycheck, um, and one paycheck away from you know being evicted or or being homeless. And so um, it, it's having a woman secure their own. Um, housing and then on top of that facing facing any type of you know barriers discrimination anything that has to do yeah. uh, with all of those uh, through housing providers and I also know with housing through my experience of my interviews a lot of women have said even with shelters that a lot of the times certain shelters will only accept and can only accept women who have small children or who are pregnant so even if they may not be necessarily accompanied by you know other support systems a lot of the times I know that it can be really difficult to come in if you don't have a child and if you are completely alone as a woman which I think it is really difficult and another reason why having a, a shelter and programs that can target women that may not be in that very, very specific criteria of having a child, you know, under three years old or being pregnant to be, you know, even able to apply for housing and able to apply for any programs. Yeah, yeah, that is that is correct. And I think, um, like I said before, I think that um, we just want to make sure that our unaccompanied women are not left behind because there is other programs for, again, families and, and uh, women who are pregnant. But what about our most, our vulnerable, you know, who are just mm -hmm. left behind with, with no support. So it is very important to keep reminding everyone and, and make everyone aware that, that this population unaccompanied women um, is here and, and, and needs everyone's just like everyone's help. Yeah. And then, and then kind of moving on to from that topic to what you think are the largest causes of homelessness for these women. I know that domestic violence is a large one, but what would you say, um, you know, gets these women into the situation and into the need for, for housing and programs? Um, I think that the biggest, um, the biggest one is probably domestic violence uh, mm -hmm. and um, there's some mental health um, connections that that are not made and then there's and you said this you said this uh, really well it's the lack of the community support uh, yeah. of not knowing well how do I apply for a unit what is what is the criteria right so mm -hmm. um, a lot of our women really um, need that support the health the mental the uh the dv survivors um and being able to work through that and um and and be able to work through it and then move on to the next step so i i think that those are the biggest parts of it um is being affected by all of those components 
Would you say that most of the women within Wise Places programs are typically women who have been, you know, experiencing homelessness, at least struggling, you know, as unaccompanied women for a long period of time? Or is it a lot of the time kind of more just having a good situation and kind of, you know, falling down from kind of not really necessarily knowing how to pick themselves back up? I think we get a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have women here who will... Um, have just recently um, lost their home and we've been able to get them, get them in really quick and, and start working on the rebound. And you have ladies that have had, um, you know, a hard time uh, focusing on, on the certain things, uh, but with Wise Place being on site and, and being able to really uh, meet with them and, and build that rapport with them. Um, but you have, you have a little bit of everything. I mean, you have people that have been homeless for, you know, three years or five years, and you have some that have been homeless for 48 hours. Yeah. So I, you see, you see everything. Um, and, and we don't pick and choose who uh, we help. Again, we are a low barrier shelter. Yeah. So we would take anybody that would be 10 years homeless to like 24 hours. Yeah, I think that's so important, too, because, again, like through a lot of my interviews, I always ask people what resources they've used or, you know, if if it's been difficult to find resources. And a lot of the times it is extremely difficult to find resources. And I think a lot of the time, you know, too, people's automatic stereotype is that everybody is on drugs, which is not the case at all. That's one reason why people may not be able to find and get into certain programs but for most of the people that I've talked to it's really just everybody is full or again with the women if they're not pregnant and don't have kids Mm -hmm. they can't or I know you know with social services I've actually had a lot of people say this which I find extremely surprising if they're living in a car um, it is considered a luxury so social services would also not even help them and that's meant to be you know Mm -hmm really the most accessible resource to a lot of people. So I think that having a more low barrier program can be extremely helpful, especially because sometimes people need to be able to come in and, and, you know, with, with the circumstances that they're in now and be able to change that instead of, you know, trying to change everything before being in a program before having any of that support. Yeah, you are, you are, you're totally on it. Um, it, it is an opportunity and, and who, who are we to say like, you know, sleeping in the vehicle is a luxury when I know that there's certain criteria that comes from, um, you know, legislation where it's like, you have to be sleeping somewhere. And um, here we, we, we want them in um, and we want them connected and, and then we want them housed. Um, yeah. so, uh, nobody leaves our, our shelter unless they're housed. Um, and that's just the way that we work, you know, and, and being able to really take in anybody and say like, okay, we will work alongside you with no barriers. Um, yeah. I, we are all in it. And then that makes the participant be like, oh, okay, well, they're all in it for me. Then I'm all in it for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really incredible. Um, is there any way that our listeners can help Wise Place in supporting your unaccompanied homeless women? Yeah, so there's always, uh, we're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for donors. Um, 
you can go into our website, wiseplace.org, and go under the volunteer um, uh, tab, and then you'll see all of the information there. Um, and then the community is always, we're always looking for um, anybody that would want to provide meals for our participants. We always look for like meal drivers to deliver. Uh, we're always looking for uh, special workshops that someone can hold in our in in our shelter. Um, like for example, if you are an expert in um, facials and you want to be able to give facials to all the participants here, like you can go into our website and and let and let the volunteer manager know. Uh, I mean, we have everything from like game night. You want to host a movie night, anything that you would want to help with. Um, it's all in our um, website. Thank you so much. And now for our last question, our sort of question of the day that's more focused on you and your experiences. Um, how working with women experiencing homelessness affected your views on homelessness? Well, working with women um, specifically has has given me a, like a deeper understanding of the complexities of homelessness. Um, I come to realize that there are many factors that contribute to homelessness um, and that um, these women usually experience them through a unique individual circumstance. So not everyone is the same. Um, and it also has made me aware of the importance of providing meaningful like meaningful support and resources um, to those that are that are homeless and 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 again and providing it to the women that are homeless um, so that they can find like stability and security. Um, and so I have a greater appreciation uh, for the strength and the resilience and the courage of the woman that I see day in and day out that they that they give. Um, and that the power of community support to help them back on their feet. So um, it, it, is, it is a blessing every day to be able to be part of, uh, of their lives and to see them um, uh, become better women. And, um, and then reminds me as me for myself, um, you know, how grateful I am to be part of it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for coming on today and, and talking to me and everybody else about women and homelessness and about the issues that specifically unaccompanied women face. Thank you for having me here. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you go into the description of this podcast, you'll find Project Wise websites, um, which if you were able to donate, that would be so, so helpful. Um, it's projectwide.biz. And then if you would like to donate, it's just backslash donates. That will help me continue record episodes. And then also, of course, publishing all of the different stories to our blog. And also feel free to go on wiseplace.org to check out all of Wise Place's programs and also to be able to volunteer if you are interested.